parents, welcome to the Twiniversity Podcast, a show created exclusively for parents of twins. I'm your host, Natalie Diaz. I am a mom of twins. I am also the Twiniversity founder, and I am the best-selling author of the book, What to Do When You're Having Two. Our goal at Twiniversity is to make sure that you always feel connected, we laugh at the little things, and we really do get to teach you a few tricks along the way. And that is what we hope this podcast is about to do. So welcome to Twiniversity. Let's play a game called, did you know that? So here, I'm going to go first, okay? Did you know that there is a difference between disinfecting and cleaning? Well, if you said, uh, I actually have no idea. Well, I'm going to tell you that cleaning is the first step before disinfecting. And it actually needs to be done on a regular basis to remove germs and dirt and dust and all that other good stuff from surfaces. Plus, keeping a surface clean will actually help minimize growth of future germs. Well, Teba Towels heavy-duty cleaning wipes are one of my all-time favorite products since I was introduced to them. I don't even know how long ago it was. I honestly thought that they were like a product that, you know, like grease monkeys kept in the garage. I had no idea that they are a mom favorite. And so since we've discovered them, Twiniversity Mom Squad is just eating them up. Not literally, because I don't think that they are food grade. But seriously, guys, you could use these things on everything. You could use them on countertops, tables, appliances, walls. And don't even get me started on how fantastically they clean the inside of my dish dishwasher, the top of my range, and the rim of my Instapot. You know that's disgusting over there. But not only does it clean, and it is so tough on dirt and grease and grime, but it's so gentle on your hands. It's crazy, and it smells so good. True story, I often open a tub of towel single pack wipe and remove the towel and just leave it in the cup holder of my car as an air freshener. That's how much I love it. But tub of towels removes food stains, grease, ink, paint, stickers, permanent markers, nail polish, bugs, bird poop, and everything else that's hard to remove. It just removes it with ease. With over 30,000 five-star reviews, tub of towels, heavy-duty cleaning wipes can be found at your local hardware store, Lowe's, Home Depot, Amazon, anywhere that you're pretty much buying anything these days. Or, you know, you could always go over to uh, tubotowels.com and it's tubotowels.com. Jewel. Matt. Today we're talking to Maura all about mentoring. She's one of our Twiniversity mentors and we have this um, toot toot, that's my own horn, <laughs> mentoring program at Twiniversity, which is free at this point, because we're still able to manage it, thank goodness. Mm -hmm. But we have this mentoring program that if you are expecting, you get a mentor. If your kids are already here and you feel like you're capable of it, you then get a mentee. And it's this great opportunity to give back to parents of twins who perhaps you received help from. When you were expecting, mm -hmm. okay, and you have a twin club by you. I do. And I was a part of it. So when you were expecting, did you join the twin club and did you have like a legit mentor or was it just you took help from anybody who wanted to help you? Sure. So I did join my local twins club um, and I asked for a mentor and they never gave me one. So that was a bummer. But then um, I finally, I just kind of gave up on that. And mm -hmm. then I realized that one of my very close friends from high school who still lived in the area she had had twins like a year or two before me. So I just wound up going to her and I basically would be like, Leah, how am I going to get through this? Like, yeah. what do I need to do? So we actually met, we had a lunch. We went to California Pizza Kitchen. I remember Ooh. it very specifically. Lovely. And we sat down and we talked for like two hours. And this was while I was pregnant and she basically gave me like the lowdown. And it was so awesome because I love her to death and I hadn't really spent time with her since high school. And mm -hmm. it was just so great to have that support. Yeah. And then after the twins were born, I would periodically check in with her and be like, when's it getting better? Can you tell me? Tell, like, what, like, is there a specific week that you could tell me it's going to get better? 
this was when they were like days old, you know, mm. or like maybe two weeks old. I was like, when does it get better? She's like, hang in there. She's like, just get to six weeks and mm-hmm. it'll get better. I'm like, okay, I can hang on till six weeks. So it was hilarious. Every time I would ask her and check in, it was basically like, tell me, when's it going to get better? And uh, <laughs> she reassured me that it would always be getting better in very small ways. And I, that's still something that I tell my students in Twin University class is that like, it may not be like an insane, like moment, like, oh my God, it's so much better. It's like gradual mm-hmm. as time goes on. Um, so After I kind of like had the babies and they were getting older, I was still active in my twin club. And at that point, finally, they had kind of gotten their act together. And then I volunteered to be a mentor. So I mentored two different people specifically. I'm still friends with them. Mm -hmm. Um, First was someone named Katie. She's a NICU nurse. And so she had twin boys. They they paired me with two girls who were having twin boys. And then I got paired with another mom later on who was having twin boys. And I got paired with her like a month before she delivered. And it was awesome to be able to give her all the information. And we're still friends. Um, I haven't seen her in a while because of the pandemic, but like her boys and my boys, like they've played together. So that was really fun. So I loved being a mentor. I still love doing it. Um, You know, clearly I'm doing it on like a monthly basis, like helping people to get ready. But like, there's just something about that one-on-one connection that it makes a big difference so uh twiniversity.com slash mentor i'm just saying guys if you need a mentor or if you're ready to volunteer to be a mentor we need mentors we always need mentors we always have more mentees than Mm -hmm. mentors and i would like to encourage dads to do this as well please please we need help and especially if your twins had a special circumstance like a special medical need or if you had a special medical issue during your pregnancy like we always need people because we always like have people randomly being like I have something wrong with me do you know anybody who has the same thing and then it's like Mm -hmm. trying to find those people is always a challenge but if we have those people ahead of time that we just kind of have them in our in our database it's so great to be like yes we know somebody who has the same condition yes here's their email boom go and then it's like, they're connected and they're like, oh my God, this is amazing. So I love being able to do that. It's, it's great. And I remember this was before you even came onto the scene, but we had a twin diversity membership, a mentorship for, for a long time. And we had, um, you know, a lot of twin diversity moms that were managing it for us, which was really great. But one of the main reasons why I wanted to start it was because I didn't have anybody get out your tiny violins guys. It really, really, really stunk like not knowing um, that I, you know, that there was somebody there for me to talk to. So I had, I had literally nothing and it was really lonely and isolating. And I had a sick kid and I felt that I was the only one in the world that was going through the issues that I was going through until my son really started getting into therapy. And then I would be in the waiting room and I would meet other moms there. They weren't necessarily twin moms, but you find that it's, it's critical. It's like this lifeline that you really, really need that, you know, whether it's, you know, your friend sitting down at CPK telling you, okay, here's the stuff that you need to get, or I just need somebody to talk to. And it's a lot. So I really wanted to make sure that we had that for, you know, our new moms and expecting moms and dads and everybody in between that there's going to be somebody that's going to be there for you because it's, it's just really, really important to connect a lot of times that people, they don't want for some reason or another, I don't know why, but they're, they're signing up, which is horrible that I just said that. And here's why you're going to think so people have been signing up for my, for my mom mentorship. Like for me, like, you know, I have like an hourly rate that people- Oh, you're consulting? Yeah. And they're like, you know, Nat, this is what I want to know. And there's half of me is like, you could get this all from a mentor. Like, I'm not talking at people out of, you know, hiring me for consulting, but I am saying that there's a lot of very simple things that you could get answered for, for free. You don't have to pay, but there are people who are like, listen, I don't want to develop a relationship. I just want these answers. I'm really concerned about this. This is very specific. Then yes, I could definitely help you. And there's definitely been a lot of people that I've worked with that have been or have thought they really only needed me 
for this, for example, the one family that we're working with now, Julie and I are working, um, I'm working with this one mom that's in Japan. She is, her and her husband are Americans, but they're on the base in Japan. They had a very interesting pregnancy for a million different reasons. They weren't allowed to have a typical military delivery and, and birth and newborn experience. But I said to, I said, you know, now that, that we kind of got the rough patches worked out with her. I said, she really, she really needs a mentor. And so I asked her, I was like, would it be okay if I found somebody for you to talk to in your own time zone? Yeah. And she's like, yes. So we put the word out on our Twiniversity Facebook page and we got four replies. Three. three yeah. Replies. Like, but like yeah. really quickly. Which was great. And people would say, oh, that's three people. Remember, we're only 3% of the population. Yeah. So if we got three replies back within 24 hours of us putting out an SOS, it's incredible. Right. And before Julie came onto the scene, we had this one Twiniversity student here in New York that was legally blind. And so she was illegally blind, but she was, she was legally, not illegally blind, <laughs> okay. legally blind. And she was also a single mom. Wow. And I was like, oh my God, how are we yeah. going to do this? How are we going to find for her to have somebody to connect with? Like, I really know single moms really need somebody to connect with. And then I, I couldn't imagine having a disability that is going to make this issue a little bit more challenging than typical. Yeah. And Jewel, sure as poop, we found a legally blind single mother of twins to match her up with. That's crazy. It really was absolutely nuts. And that is my one, like, I can't believe that happened. Yeah. But that's the power of community and people do want to yeah. help you. So if you're listening to this and you're like, what is a mentor? How does this benefit me? You got to listen to Mora and everything that she got out when she was expecting. And when she is on kind of the other side of the fence now as a mentor, are you ready to meet her, Jill? Yes. All right, guys, meet my friend Mora. Mora, it's working. We're recording a podcast. Welcome. Cool. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I'm so happy you're here. Really, like today yeah. we're talking about twin parent mentoring. Now, Mora, pre-twiniversity, I had mm -hmm. some wonderful mentors through both the um, Manhattan Twins Club that I was a part of, and then I was part of the New York State Organization of Mothers of Twins Clubs. Mm -hmm. It wasn't necessarily like a formal mentorship, but I love the fact that twin moms and twin dads really are so fantastic at supporting one another. So mm -hmm. when I launched Twiniversity in 2009, I always knew that it was something that I thought was kind of crucial to have because not everybody has a local twins club. And even if you had a local twins club, that doesn't mean that you related to somebody in that twins club. So for like example, we had this woman down in South Florida that was a member of Twiniversity and she had twins and one was autistic. And in her local twins club, she did not have anybody with that situation. So she reached out to us and she's like, you know, I really would love some support. And so we found her support of another twin mom that wasn't necessarily in South Florida, but was able to, um, to provide support for her. And then my very favorite twin, a Twiniversity mentorship kind of story is we matched up a legally blind single mother of twins wow. with another legally blind single mother of twins. That's awesome. Isn't that crazy more? Like we're set, like you think that we're, we're, we're like the needle in the haystack. I always say like, we're the needle you're looking for and you can right. find us. Yeah. So, that's amazing though, to have that support, just to say crazy. you match me with someone exactly in my situation. We can't always, obviously it's not, but like, that was just like a weird coincidence because <laughs> with a twin mom, with a twin mentorship, which by the way, you guys could just go to twiniversity.com, pop in the word mentorship, and we'll put the, put it in the show notes. But if you specifically say like, I'm a military mom, mm -hmm. and I really want to be matched up with somebody that is maybe, you know, an expat that's living in Korea. We actually will try our best to solicit for parents in Korea that might be expats. So you were one of the fish that bit the hook that we were when we were fishing out for mentees. So you started your your whole kind of twin mommy mentoring career mm -hmm. as a mentee, right? Yeah, I actually asked, I did specify, can I please have a twin 
mentor, twin mom mentor that also had older children, because I felt like all the twin moms I knew at the time had just their twins, Mm -hmm. which in of itself is, you know, has its challenges, but I wanted, I have, um, a son who is 19 months older than my twins. So I wanted someone who could also speak to the challenges you face when you still have basically a baby at home when you have infant twins. Um, so that was great. And I got a mom who she had two older kids, so it was great. Yeah. The 303 crowd. That's a lot of diapers going on in that house. God bless you, Maura. That's all I'm going to say. It was intense. I look back at the pictures and I'm like, oh my gosh, (laughs) you did it though. I know we did it. We just potty trained the twins during a pandemic Mm. um, because life isn't hard enough. Um, So now we are diaper free and I can't, we, as for as many diapers as we used, we got out of it so quickly because it was like, just like ran through them. How's it going now though? Like, do you feel like you're, you're in your groove of no diapers? Yes. Yep. We're pretty much accident free. Um, it's standard now The girls have gotten used to, um, big girl underwear and no more diapers, but I feel like as soon as I traded in diapers, Mm -hmm. I received like, um, emotional meltdowns. Like I feel like (laughs) that kind of like was the trade-off. And so sometimes I'm like, I could really go for a diaper right now, instead of having a half hour conversation about why you have to pee on the body, like why you must like the psychological parts of it. It's just, it's interesting. It's funny. How you maybe the diapers were holding in all the emotional (laughs) turmoil. So the, 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 the barrier the gussets, if you will, of a diaper were holding in all the the trauma that was in front of you. Yeah. Girls, girls are the best, right? I keep saying to myself, that's your, it becomes your mantra as they get bigger. I'm so glad Mm -hmm. I have a daughter. I say it all the time. And I don't know if you've ever heard this saying, but they say your son is your son till he takes a wife. Your daughter's your daughter for the rest of her life. Mm Mm-hmm. I keep saying that to remind myself so I don't go into a full-on murderous rage and go wild. Same. I'm like, I have a wonderful relationship with my mother now. I I cannot live without my mother. I love her. I will do anything for her. Hopefully they love me one day too. <laughs> I hope so. I hope that they I'm pick a nice- Not every day. Right. I hope they pick a nice home for me. Just someplace yeah. with a beautiful view. That's what I keep saying. I say, I just want to know, I don't need to be the best mother in town. I just need to be as good enough of a mother that I get a view when you send me away. That's Mm -hmm. all that I ask. Mm -hmm. Uh, So now, Maura, you began your career like when with us? You started when you were pregnant with twins or when when did you first reach out to Twiniversity for uh, a mentor? I think I was still pregnant, Um, maybe like right on the like right at the end. Um, because I remember, I definitely remember having a mentor right out the gate, like coming home, having questions and, um, not so much during the pregnancy. I think that's when, I mean, there's, as you know, there's so much going on during the pregnancies, hospital visits and doctor's visits. I was just trying to take it all in. And, I got to university as a recommendation from a friend who had twins. And that's the best part about twin moms is they want to help you. I, I was once in a grocery store and I had, I did have the twins with me and this woman walked like, sh- like caught my eyes and walked straight up to me. And she was like, hello, I see you have twins. Here's my card. We have a club. We meet every Tuesday. You can join. Call me. I was like, I mean, they were like a two, like couple weeks old and I was like, okay. So twin moms definitely have this, you know, passion to help other twin moms. And it wasn't until I had my twins that I like completely understood why. I feel really bad attacking twin moms in the street. I I don't do it anymore. Mm. I stopped. I stopped doing it because I feel like I was being creepy. If I was like a regular twin mom, I would totally still stalk, but because mm-hmm. I'm that of Twiniversity, I feel like it's creepy and I don't, I don't know why, but we went on a cruise le- pre-pandemic, of course. Yeah. And we were in, um, I want to say 
Bermuda? I don't even know. Some one, an island down there. I didn't pay attention. I got on a boat. <laughs> I got like, off when they told me. Yeah. yeah. I could have literally been in Turkey. I have no idea where I was. I wasn't in Turkey, but I got off. I think it was Bermuda and we were in a gift shop and this woman had a double stroller and her twins were literally meltdown on aisle two. Mm-hmm. They were just losing it. And in classic twin mom fashion, I caught one because it was trying to escape. I caught this baby and I was like, I said, I, I feel your pain. I said, I have twinnies too. My twins were actually walking around the store buying postcards or whatever. And I said, I feel your pain. I'm so sorry. Is there any way I could help you? And if this, if it wasn't a twin mom situation, she probably would have said, no, I'm good. Thank you. But she was like, yes, I could use some help. (laughs) Could you, could you just hold his hand while I go get the other one? And I'm like, of course. I said, do you need me to do anything? Like, do you want me to put him in the stroller? Are you looking for some, do you want me to do some shopping for you? And you go sit outside and you just give me a list and I'll do it all for you. (laughs) And she's like, no, she's like, we're trying to buy some souvenirs for our family at home. And I'm like, let me know. Do you want some shells? Are you looking for postcards? Do you want them funny or serious? I will happily be your personal yeah. shopper. And then my sister came up to us. She was on the cruise with us too. And she's like, are you doing it again? And I'm like, I am. I am doing it again. I am doing it again. You can't help it. No, you can't, Maura. You can't. But not everybody has that experience in real life. And I think that's why like our mentorship program is really working because not everybody has a local club to be stalked by somebody local, which is critical, by the way. And under no circumstances should any local club think that Twiniversity is trying to be like, well, coming in. We're not. I want you to go out and have, you know, 19 cocktails. Very light, though. I don't want you to have like the the heavy duty ones. Maybe just four beers at a Chili's on a Friday night. Uh, perhaps there's karaoke or trivia involved. No one knows. But I really think it's an instrumental to have other twin families that are part of kind of like your inner circle. Now, the woman that accosted you in the supermarket, did you join that twin club? I hope. I didn't only because I I just happened to be, I was in a supermarket far from my house. I went mm. to like a big um, uh, Whole Foods that was not near my house. And it was more just to get out of the house because- mm. Um, you know, it was winter time when I had my twins, so I was cooped up. And so I didn't just because of like proximity to where they meet. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had twin university. So, but I did at the time I was living in, um, uh, we were moving from Philadelphia to New Jersey. So I had a lot of already pre-established mom groups there mm-hmm. and I kept up with those. And what I kind of liked about twin university, um, this might sound odd, not having that physical requirement. Like I loved that I could text and call her, mm-hmm. but I, there was no mandatory meeting once a week. And that was like the only time you could hang out with like the three twin moms in your area. Yeah. I would be having like a real, Aww. well, to me crises, like I'd be like, they, they're not sleeping. And it's like, you know, 6am and she's, you know, giving me real time feedback. So I think that's what, um, I mean, I definitely kept my close mom friend groups, but yes. I feel like that was the bonus of having a twin versity mentor. Cause it was completely online. So there was no judgment. There's no pressure. There was yeah. no like real need to follow this person around just to gain experience from them. I like that. I never really thought about that. Yeah. That's well, that's personally why <laughs> I, I really like that idea. I never, I never thought about it, but yeah, a lot of t- local twin clubs, they don't they they do require you to go and listen to the business and, you know, there's dues and stuff like that. And not that that's wrong, but I mean, we did it too. When I ran the, the Manhattan twins club, I think one of the, the best things about the twin club is that we never required people to attend kind of the business end of it. But the bad thing was, is because people weren't involved in the business end of it, there was nobody to kind of keep it up. So right. it's, it's always one of those interesting things that happen. So you were able to benefit as a mentee from having a wonderful mentor, but then when did the transition occur? Dum, dum, dum. <laughs> and when did you decide to become a kind of like, you know, a full-on university mentor? I, it was definitely after they were a year old. So I became a mentor last, this time last year. So it was like okay. right before the pandemic the twins had turned to, I applied when they were, I think one and a half. Cause at that point I remember one and a half was when I felt comfortable as a twin mom. I felt mm-hmm. like I had my feet on the ground. Um, and even though there are still things I encounter today where I'm like, what the, but, yeah. um, 
I felt like I also wanted to give back because I texted my mentor all the time and she was so helpful. And I just wanted to be that for someone else. And then when the pandemic happened, it was like right before that, uh, Twiniversity reached out to me and they were like, Hey, we have someone we want to match you up with. And so of course I accepted. And then we started, um, emailing. And then once, uh, for a couple of weeks we were emailing and she became comfortable. She was like, can I text you? And yeah. So it was great because it was during the pandemic. So there was that unique situation where she, where I hadn't gone through a pandemic as a new twin mom, Mm -hmm. but I feel like that made our relationship even more important because she was like, what do I do now? We're in this together. We're all going down. So um, it was a really interesting, like I know to a quick switch to like, yeah, this is new territory for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing we could do about that. That was a, yeah. a Wild West situation. I pray that all the experience that we've gained totally goes to waste. That's yeah. my dream come true. I'd never want to have to use any of the tools that I've learned to use during this right. pandemic. I want to ignore or forget, yes. completely forget uh, oh. what I learned to survive in the pandemic. Um, but my favorite part about being, I've only had one other, I've only been a mentor to one twin mom and uh, her twin she has a two girls. So I have two girls and her one twin is Evelyn. And so is one of my twins. So we had the same twin name. Yeah, it was really cool. So, um, I like stuff like that. So I felt like we were meant to be mad to be. Yeah. Do you think that you will be kind of forever friends with your mentor and now your mentee? Do you think that they'll stay part of, you know, the picture for a longer period of time? Because there's a lot still that goes on, although it may not be like a day-to-day thing, but now that the girlies are three, right, you have kind of these new transitions and pretty soon you're going to have preschool and then you're going to have like so many more things coming up. Do you think that you would continue to reach out to that person or you feel like, nah, I got it now. I think I could do this. I didn't before, but I think, um, like you said, as they start to enter preschool within the next year and a half, I... I have not talked to my mentor as frequently as I talk to my mentee Mm -hmm. and um, my mentor, and this was just her personality, didn't really check in with me. It was much more like, let me know what you need, which I loved. Uh, Whereas I'm a little bit more mothering where I'm like, Hey girl, how's it going? Like you need to tell me anything, (laughs) which, you know, sometimes she does and sometimes she doesn't. Um, But I'm getting to a point now where I want to talk to twin my mentor again and be like, Hey, what did you experience in this? stage. Mm-hmm. Um, I also feel like it's less urgent and I find a lot of things just by going to Twiniversity, you know, going online, talking to my other twin. I have more uh, solidified twin mom relationships now too. So that helps. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas in the beginning I was like desperate for a mentor. So I think that the vulnerable stage is definitely like pregnancy to ages to age two. Yeah. I feel like that's when you really need it. Oh God. Yeah, totally. It's, it's like, it's the worst. It's like a weird little storm. And I'm not saying it's the worst. I feel like everybody's like, not so negative. It's the, it's the time that you do need the most support and it's the most confusing. Now, even, even though you have an older child, it still was a little bit of Mr. Toad's wild ride. Becoming a twin mom as your second and third child is just like, cause everyone's like, Oh, you, you've done this. So like the fear is gone and you know what Mm -hmm. to expect. And then you find out it's twins and that comfort to all of the expectations you had, poof, gone. You're just back at new mom stage. And it's like that. I always regretted. I was like, I was looking forward to so much knowing the phases of pregnancy, knowing the appointment, um, schedule, how that works. But with twins was, everything was different from the time of conception to now. (laughs) Nothing's the same. It really is true. And we have so many moms that have older kids that take our Twiniversity class. Mm -hmm. And there's a piece of me that says, what are these people doing? Like, don't they, they have it. Like, I'm like, I'm like, you could have your money back if you don't like it. It's so, I honestly, it's only happened once in 11 years that we had a mom that was like, you know, no, I don't think that it was practical. They're like, the twin tips were great, but it didn't teach me enough about how to work with my older children. And then I'm like, well, you were the only one that had older children in the class. So it's kind of tough to, you know, take a big chunk of curriculum and say that. So I ended up kind of coaching her on the side because I never want somebody to be disappointed because like you, I have that kind of maternal, like, you're not happy. I'll let's figure out how I can make this better for you. you. Right. Yes. Like, please, I don't want you to be upset. I love you. 
That's, but I, I know how important it is. And I know we also know how disappointing it could be too, right? Like if you had some kind of expectation, whether it was your mentor or mentee experience, that we have some kind of expectation of what we envision this to be like. And, you know, we try to guide it in that particular way so that we could kind of have our wishes come true. And if it doesn't, if it goes off the rails, it's always a little bonusly disappointing. Now, Maura, what was one of the items that you felt kind of required the most hands-on experience when you were a mentee? Like what, and feel free to tell us who your mentor was if you want to send some love her way, but like, (laughs) what was something that she walked you through that you're like, I don't think a singleton person would have been able to do that? Um, that's a really good question. I know, that's why they pay me the big bucks more. Literally, I'm like the Diane Sawyer. I am the Nora (laughs) Roberts of Twiniversity. She's really my favorite. Does anybody (laughs) even know who Diane Sawyer is anymore? I love love Diane Sawyer. We love you, Diane Sawyer. I was very sad when, even though I love David, and I was really sad when they switched them off. My mom loves David. She's got the hots for him. I'm like, mom, mm, it's a little weird, but okay. (laughs) Um, I think the biggest thing, at least my impression of my mentor and this, again, this is like personality differences mm-hmm. is she was super chill. Like she just kept reiterating, like, this is a big deal now. It won't be later. Just do like, here are all the things that you can try, but like, if none of them work, it's okay. You'll figure it out. You'll figure out what works for you. And I think that's the, um, that's missing with other moms is mm-hmm. they're like, this is the sleep regimen you should do. And this is the, like, you know, the things that you should do, which is great. I love, I loved having all of the different options like laid out for me, but mm-hmm. she was really chill. She was like, this might not work for you. That's fine. You're not a bad twin mom. Like this is freaking hard. Yeah. Like just kind of take it with a grain of salt. Um, And I am not that way. That's not my personality. I'm much more structured in type A, but I really liked that I was given that grace by her to find my own way, even though she was giving me all of these options. So I definitely took on that role or that personality trait as I tried to remind myself that as a mentor, like give them all the options, but just make sure you just write one sentence that says none of these need to work. None of these may work, but like you have to find what works for you. And I think that was really important that no one says. Yeah. Well, the, the no judgment zone, I think yeah. is pretty critical. And I think that when you have a singleton, it's very easy. I think it's very easy to say, this is my experience with my one baby. This is going to be your experience. But I think as twin moms, we see that there really is no one size fits all because you have these two kids in your house that could live opposing lives. And you're like, okay, nothing, you know, what's working for him isn't working for her or what's working for her isn't working for her. So when it comes to twin moms, I feel like even if we wanted to be judgy, we're really not because we've, we've seen the proof is in the pudding that things don't always go as planned. So I, I, it's one of my favorite parts of being part of this community. But even with that, Maura, by the way, people totally judge us. Like we'll, like as Twiniversity, we'll write something about, you know, a same-sex family, people will judge that. They're still twin moms, you know, they're still twin dads. It's sometimes it gets to me a little bit because I'm like, dude, we're all like in this together. Like when it comes to twins, we're all in the weeds, you know, for those first two years, we're just trying to figure out how to navigate through it. And the, our mentor program in general, I think is, extraordinary. I really think it's fantastic. And we have like, we have dedicated people that do nothing but match mentors and mentees to make sure that we are kind of meeting the need before they even meet each other. Right. Because we have your bios on the back end and we're looking, we're, we're very, very lucky. I have to like, I, I think about it now with all the things that we've created at Twiniversity, that's hands down, like really, I've said it before, but it's my favorite. And I'm so happy that you took advantage of that. Yeah, I had a great experience and I can speak to that because I did. I was like, please give me someone with an older child. And um, Kelsey, Kelsey was my mentor. Holly, mm-hmm. I should probably say this so I stop saying she. Uh, Kelsey was my mentor and Holly is the men- the first mentee I was assigned to. Um, and Kelsey had a four-year, an eight-year-old, a four-year-old, and then twins, which was like an additional. So she didn't even have just have one child that was older. She had at the test, like, a, a double bonus. Yeah. So I felt confident that she knew she was like, 
<laughs> could tell me exactly what she was yes. what to expect. So because I think you guys do a great job in that aspect. Thank you. Did she help you with sleep stuff too? Yes. Yes. Okay. She helps me with sleep. Um, I had done happy baby and a few other, I kind of meshed things together mm-hmm. and she was, what I loved about the mentor was she didn't give me like, um, cause this is what people love to do is like, read this book, follow this Instagrammer, do this. And what Kelsey did was she said, what are you doing? And then when I would give her like an explanation of what went wrong or what yeah. the trouble I was having, cause I don't know if you went through this, but I always had one twin having an issue and then not, and then they would yes. flip. And she was really good about saying like, well, just try this, just try this. And that was really helpful because I wasn't, I know my heart set on one thing working. Mm-hmm. There is, like I said, there's not one size fits all. And when it comes to a singleton, you could apply one technique and it totally works. But when it comes to twins, you may have to still to this day, my twins have very different sleep cycles. And as a twin mom, that's very challenging to deal with because when they were infants, you're like, how could this be? They should both be sleeping at this time. So my son is definitely a morning bird and my daughter is definitely a night owl. And I saw this when they were infants and I infants and I was just like, no, this is not going to be, everybody's going to be an early bird. (laughs) It's just going to be the way it is. But to this day, 200 years later, it is still the same way that he will go to sleep, you know, on his own at 10 o'clock and she will stay up till two o'clock. And then I have to yell at her and uh, get a taser. (laughs) <laughs> and a water bottle to get her out of bed, but she, she does it, but it is not her preferred method. And sometimes I think when kids are little, it's very difficult to kind of accept that. But going back to the point of why mentors are great when it comes to sleeping is so is because so many people are so quick to start investing money in a sleep coach. Mm-hmm. And while I'm not saying that you shouldn't, I definitely think that there are certain situations that are way beyond, you know, that of a mentor, but it's always worth the try. Just to yep. say, how did you do it? Tell me your story. And that's her story. Whoever you speak to may not, you know, resemble yours, but it may inspire you to yep. try something different. So, yep. you know, and, um, the mentorship really could save you a lot of money because the sleep coach could be like 300 bucks. It yep. adds up really fast. Hundred. We, Mason was a terrible sleeper, mostly because I honestly had no previous knowledge of like infant sleep, like even just the, from basics to like psychologically why things happen, mm-hmm. why they just like magically wake up every day at 4am. I mean, that was, whew, I was like, what, this goes on for how many months? Um, but we hired a sleep coach at that point, he was already like seven months old and it was mm-hmm. expensive. And a lot of the, the things that we were taught really should have been implemented at like six weeks old, not six months old, yeah. um, or just much earlier. And we did not do that with the twins. We, um, we looked up a lot of books. Um, we did buy one sleep schedule, but it was like a, it was a pamphlet. So it was like 25 bucks. Yeah. And then I had, um, Kelsey and we kind of matched everything together. Um, when we went through our first sleep regression, we did buy a sleep packet from like a sleep training from Mm -hmm. one online that was a little bit more money, but we, I guess my point is, is we bought as needed. We didn't, yes. we didn't like invest all of this money in the yes. beginning to follow one thing, like where I was having trouble. If I couldn't figure it out, I then looked for the resource for that thing. Mm-hmm. And compared to my son, my twins are excellent sleepers. There's just two of them. So yeah, things happen yeah. off schedule, but it, at baseline, they're much better sleepers than he was. And I think that's because we just asked a lot of questions and adapted yeah. more. I, um, I love it. I, I loved, we, there was this woman, her name was Maria. I don't, she was from Jersey, actually. She was part of the Manhattan Twins Club. And I remember that when my twins were sleep training, she, I reached it, like I put a um, kind of like an SOS on our group board. And she was like, you know what, when you're having trouble, just call me. And I'm like, how could I do that? And she's like, I'm telling you call me whenever you need, even if it's the middle of the night, if you're like, I had like super anxiety about it because I had a child who had some aspiration issues. So she Mm -hmm. would start choking and stuff in the middle of the night. And so I was like, we can't sleep coach somebody who she's too fragile, but at seven months. It just literally was, was done zone. Like there's no way that I could have made it. And so I remember calling her once in the middle of the night and the babies were crying. And she said, um, 
go into the bathroom. And she's like, what kind of shower do you have? I was like, I have a glass door. She's like, go into the shower. I said, okay, I'm in here. And she's like, is it, could you hear them? I was like, I could hear them still a little bit. And she's like, okay, so what did you do today? And she just kind of talked me down from the ledge that I was hanging on. And she just distracted me enough for me to catch my breath again. And I honestly, more like to this day, I am so great, grateful for this woman. I have no idea who she was. Of course, you can't find her number because once again, 200 years ago, but it was just the kindness and the ear that I needed. It wasn't that I needed like, you know, a ridiculous amount of intervention from, you know, a pediatric sleep psychologist or anything. I just needed somebody to say, you could do this. You got this. I believe in you. I did it. You're going to do it too. And that's one of the best parts about being uh, a mentee and a mentor. And I hope you realize what you're giving to your mentee, oh, yeah. right? Like, do you ever take a moment to say like, you know, I'm forever going to be a, a part of this person's life story. Even, you know, 16 years later, I'm saying, Maria, like, I, I don't even know, like, if you, if you're listening to this, that would be incredible. And if you want to be like, it's me, it's me, Matt. I lived in Jersey city at the time. I was part of the twins club, but you know, you're, you're forever going to be a, per, a part of that mentee's life story. Yeah. I still remember our conversation. I'm pretty sure she's still in my texts. Um, I text uh, Holly more recently than Kelsey. I've kind of graduated, I guess, but oh. I should, I should reconnect with her. Do it, like, please. How it's a nice thing to do. Happy new year. How are you feeling? Yeah. Are you freezing? I don't know where she is in the world, but I'm freezing <laughs> today. Why is it so cold? Why do I live here? I say that all the time. My yesterday's podcast too, that I taped. I'm like, can anybody remind me why I live in New York city? Why I'm not living in Arizona? Or, you know, South yeah. Georgia or something where I don't right. have to bundle up and have to cover every piece of skin on my body because it'll be chapped by the days. And it is way too cold. Thank God you're up here more and you get what I'm talking about. Are you in New York City now still? Or are yeah. you? I'm yep. New York proper. I'm downtown New York City. And while I, I think people have an illusion that, oh, the wind can't be that bad because, you know, because of the, the buildings, it whips down, like it gets funneled and you're like, whoa, let me hold on to this hydrant. It's way yeah. too cold here. No, thank you. It's really cold. It's yeah, fun. I, I, and when, when I was pushing the, the stroller when they were babies, I remember having to fight against the wind mm -hmm. with the giant double stroller that I had, but I did it and I had great biceps. Oh my Even God, my forearms had some muscle on them. That's what it was. But it's it's such an incredible experience being a twin parent. And I love when we get to share it with others. And I'm so thankful, Maura, that you kind of drank the Twiniversity Kool-Aid, as I say, and really saw what we were trying to do and trusted us to match you up with somebody that would take care of you. And I'm glad that that really worked out. And I'm so honored, honestly, that you continue to stay with the program and continue to help. And we'll match you up with another 45 uh, people. And you know, more what's, what's cool too, is as the twins get older, mm -hmm. when you get a new mentee, you will relive those experiences and realize how far you've come. Yeah. The best part is when Holly said in the beginning, they were, you know, infants. And so they guess they should be coming up on one year, but they just seen the pictures. I'm like, oh mm -hmm. yeah. They really are that small. And you, I say that every mom has amnesia of some form. Like, I don't care what you say. You do not remember the intensity, um, but it was so intense. It was just the craziest year of my life. And I don't think anyone should ever have to do it alone again. <laughs> it's so true. But you know that that amnesia is a real thing. Yeah. So that amnesia is like a real thing. And it's, it's basically mother nature saying nothing to see here. Right. Nothing, everything was great. Why don't you have another baby, Maura? Maybe we'll yeah. have three this time. We're on the brink of, yes. you know, meltdowns every night. It's no, okay. They right. slept perfectly. I don't know what you're remembering, Maura, oh but it was God. a wonderful experience that first year. No, I, I, my twins were better sleepers than Mason, but I will never, Annie and Never again. I can't, I just can't. I'm traumatized. I think because I'm glad they were my second because I'm too afraid to like have like triplets next. Like everyone says like one, two, three. I'm like, I can't, it could I can't risk it. We've my had mother. that happen. We've interviewed mother. somebody, Phoebe, it's coming up oh. this season. 
She's having triplets. No, she already had them. She had one, two, three, (gasps) and then she had a bonus. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait. So she's two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah. She had a seventh. Her last kid was a singleton. It was the seventh child and the only girl. Oh, good. (laughs) See, but see more. Now you get it. Right. Not, not because you can't have all boys, but like, I'm, yes. I'm glad the others, actually, I'm kind of glad the other six aren't girls. That'd be, that would be a lot of yeah. always products in the house. Yeah. yeah. I'm a, a lot. Investment. I, oh yeah. <laughs> you yeah. get a real we dive all, into your psychology it. as a woman having a daughter. You're like, are you okay in there? Is this what I do? <laughs> it gets much more fun, Maura, I promise you. Okay. And uh, if you have any more questions, you could always look to me for the 200-year-old children. I have <laughs> that. I have that on wraps. I mean, the two Sarkafa kisses that are upstairs right now going through virtual school. Honestly, I just, they're 16 and I just, today's live feed on Facebook, I outed myself because I'm on strike. I don't cook or clean for them anymore. Oh, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. I didn't realize how much work all that was. And so now I literally pretend they don't exist to serve them they only exist for my enjoyment so hey you want to play cards i'm hungry well when you finish making yourself some food let's play some cards yeah grand it is wonderful because i came to the conclusion these kids should have been freaking doing this for years Mm. and i am like coddle queen extraordinaire and then of course when the pandemic started it like even got worse because I was trying around. to like compensate for every all the misery that was going on. Yeah. So I was making breakfast, lunch, and dinner and banana bread and you know, cupcakes shaped like monkeys, even <laughs> though they're big kids, they still enjoy right. things like that. What happened to me? I don't know what happened. I went oh. cuckoo. And so now I've gone the other way. My mother says I'm a disgrace. She told me I'm a bad mom. And I told <laughs> her to mind her business. <laughs> Did your mom have twins or twins in your family? My mom didn't. She had two children and my sister was a handful. I do have to say, while I won't give my mother slack about having twins, my sister was so bad. She really was. I'd never want a kid like that. And I tell her that every day. And as when I had my kids and when I realized I had a daughter, I was like, listen, we're having an intervention right now. Under no circumstances is she going to ever realize anything that you've ever done in your life. And your life only started yesterday. Got it? Good. She's a fantastic aunt, though. And because of her wild uh, years that she had, um, she actually is a really exceptional aunt. I'm very, very lucky. So I'm glad that that worked out. She never wanted kids. She doesn't even have a house plant. She wants nothing to do with anything like that. But that's like, that's the people that I had mentoring me. You know, like it wasn't, that wasn't great, guys. Between (laughs) my mom telling me I'm a horrible mother, never when they were little, um, just now. But it was, I, I needed that mentorship. And I'm really glad that that you have it, that I got it in my version and that we can continue to support little mamas. Mom, Maura, thank yeah. you so much for playing with us today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, I really do love being part of the mentor program. So I look forward to having uh, more mentees in the future and just being able to help any way I can. I feel like giving back is the twin mom mantra. So. Amen. Whether it's passing on a bassinet to somebody or giving somebody 15 minutes of your time, pass it on kids because it really does come back to you. It's wonderfully mm-hmm. comes back to you. So that just be, be good to people. Isn't giving, it nice? Giving the twins that one, because I was like, I'm done with this. But also like, you do not need to buy this expensive thing. I used it for six weeks here. <laughs> I didn't even take it out of the box. Yeah. Here please take it. It does, it's yes. Fine. I don't feel like selling it on eBay. It's too much for postage. <laughs> That's it. It's going. Yeah. Oh, I love it. And guys, for those of you that are listening, if you're lucky, you'll get a mentor like Maura. Um, so we hope so. And you could actually say, I would love to be mentored by Maura and we'll, we'll see if her, her little dance cart isn't too full, but, um, yeah, I know it might be after this podcast, because I'd say they're <laughs> going to love you and they can at least know your name. So they'll be like, Maura sent me. Yeah. That's it. Hook me up with somebody. No, I've always, I've always got time. Let me Aww. know. Happy to do it. Any age. I mean, hey, 
probably learn from you too. <laughs> That's the way that it goes. So guys, if you need more information, you could just go to twiniversity.com. I think it's just slash mentorships. We're going to put the link in the show notes anyway. And if you have any questions, you could email us at community at twiniversity.com. We're very, very easy to find. And finally, if you're like, I don't want to do any of that. That's too much work. Just send us a direct message on literally any social platform that's out there. Don't care. We're just at Twiniversity on every single thing. And you could find us that way. And we will definitely happily match you up. So uh, that's what we got to say today. Oh, wait, I forgot one more thing, Maura. And I always get in trouble for not doing it. Smash that subscribe button. <laughs> okay. Because Apple and everybody else where you're getting your podcast from will not just be like, Nat's got a new episode unless you ask for that. So, yep, we got plenty more coming up at Twiniversity. Make sure that you really do subscribe. We got some good stuff. Go back to our old notes as well. Not our old notes, our old shows. I think we have, at the time that me and Maura are taping this, I think we have 107 episodes of the Twiniversity wow. podcast. It's kind of crazy. Impressive. I know. And I asked my husband the other day, I said, how many downloads do you think we have? And he's like, uh, 12,000. I was like, John, I have 107 episodes. You think I only have... 12,000 downloads. We have like, well, a few hundred thousand downloads. So somebody, so all nine people that are listening right now, thank you. Because <laughs> you're adding, you're bringing those numbers way up. So smash that subscribe button. And until <laughs> next time, guys, I'll see you later, alligators. Way hey, it's me. Guys, listen, one of the things that always happens in Twiniversity is I teach these classes, right? Like I teach live classes. And then at the end of class, we're all like super sad because it kind of ends. And it is, it's kind of heartbreaking because I fall in love with you guys, especially those of you who took our live class. So after all of these years, I have finally listened. You will be happy to know. So we have created Twiniversity memberships to kind of keep that conversation going. There are two different membership levels. One is the meetup level, which includes a Zoom meetup with other twin families from around the universe. Yes, literal universe. If you are from another planet, as long as you have twins, you are totally welcome to be part of our squad. It is hosted by a social worker, which is great because not only does she have the twin experience to, you know, speak about and, you know, pull from her own life experience, but she also has kind of that clinical experience to, to really help us solve our problems. The meetup level also includes access to our private Facebook group, which is currently thriving. You will love it. It's, it's a literal group. You could ask questions 24 hours a day. Members will answer you back. The squad will answer you back from the Twiniversity team. So you guys that. Then we have a whole separate other membership level for people who are like, I like a more formalized education. And that's called the Learner Library. The Learner Library is filled with video seminars that are added each month that cover all different stages of parenting. Everything from infant twins to issues with your marriage, we cover we're, we're not leaving anything off the table, honestly. If you guys know me, you know that I am big on the TMI and we just rip off band-aids and we talk about things. That's the kind of stuff that we're going to include in the Learner Library. All the stuff in the Learner Library, like if you sign up for that, you also get access to the meetup level as well. So it's kind of having the best of both worlds, the formal education and kind of that socialization. And you can sign up month by month if you want to give it a try. We encourage you to give it a try. Try it from one month, see how you like it. And if you like it, then go ahead and sign up for the whole year because it's a pretty good discount. For more information, head on over to twiniversity.com slash membership, and I will see you guys over there.